Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Come on, Uncle Jed, the party's starting. Hear that music? The Studio DNA Network presents Sports Yak. Two guys talking sports and stuff like that, and stuff, and other stuff. And now here are your hosts, Corey Mann and Chuck Freebie. Take it away, you dopes. Welcome to episode 17 of Sports Yak. Hi there, my name's Corey Mann. I know nothing about sports, which is why I've asked my dear friend who knows a lot about sports, Chuck Freebie, to help host this little program we call Sports Yak. Chuck? It's a pleasure to be here, Corey. I will try to bring more energy to the program. I went back and reviewed the last episode, and I felt that I failed not only you, but the listening public with not bringing enough energy to the program. So I will not let that happen again. I've got a full cup of coffee in front of me, and we are ready to go. I can't, I can't tell if you're kidding or not, because I thought it was a good episode. I thought it was fine, but I felt like I was a little flat. Okay. Well, let's see what happens here. On Tuesdays... Chuck heads over to the Notre Dame campus and the Brian Kelly press conference, which will address the upcoming game, maybe some adjustments that are going to be made, maybe pull back the curtain a little bit on the game plan. Am I right? Am I wrong? So so let me take you through this. It was a bye week, so we have not had any kind of contact with Brian Kelly since the Sunday after the Pittsburgh game. Wow, okay. So that's that's a long time during the season for the Notre Dame media not to hear from the head coach. So Monday on Twitter, Notre Dame football, their official account, tweeted out some pictures from practice and talking about excited to have people back, excited to get ready for Navy. And the keen eye, and I, I'll give credit where credit is due, Pete Sampson from The Athletic, Noted in the pictures that he saw Aaron Banks working at left guard with the first unit. He noticed that. He noticed that. In looking at the pictures, it's like, oh, wait a minute. Trevor Rulin's over on the right side now. 
That's, that's Sam Mustafer at center, so it's the first unit, and there's Aaron Banks. All, and he's not hard to miss because he's six foot six, three hundred and twenty-five pounds. So Pete noted that on Twitter Monday night said could be some line changes coming for the Irish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I almost ran it in sports on Tuesday morning, but I decided I'll hold back because I had plenty of copy already, and figured this would be a topic at Tuesday's press conference and. Sure enough, we got a depth chart in the morning about an hour before the press conference, and there's Aaron Banks, a sophomore, ready to make his first start on the offensive line. Now you might say, why does an undefeated team tinker with its offensive line? Well, let's go back to that pit game. Erase the good feelings of being 7-0. and Okay. Pitt came into the game with the 105th-ranked rushing defense in college football, which means it's not good. And Notre Dame still could not run the football against him. 31 carries for 80 yards, something pathetic like that. Didn't really break off a big run all day. So there's been some trouble with the Irish rushing game. Let's go back to the Virginia Tech game. Other than the big 97-yard run by Dexter Williams, Notre Dame's rushing game was very pedestrian in that game. So they haven't been running the football well for a couple of weeks. They've given up some sacks in that time, too. Mm -hmm. There was some problem on the offensive line. And Brian Kelly, taking a big-picture look at his football team, says if we're going to be a playoff team, we've got to have more size in the offensive line. When Alex Bars, the Notre Dame captain, went down with that injury, I think it was the Stanford game, Mm That took a huge player out of the Notre Dame offensive line. Not even physically, but just the presence on the field. Well, both. Okay. Both. But physically, Bars is big boy. well over 300 pounds when he tiptoes on the Toledos. And Banks, 6'6", 325. Trevor Ruland, they had to push him hard to get him to 285. Now, Ruland is very... Cerebral, he's a, he's a smart player, but there's only so far on a football field where smarts will take you. At a certain point, you have to have some physical gifts. And when you're colliding with these 320-pound defensive linemen, it helps to have some bulk yourself. Yeah. To you and I, 280 sounds like oh, hefty. Three, for a 320-pound lineman, 280 seems feathery. Yes. And so... He wanted more size in there, and that's why Banks gets the nod at left guard, moves Ruland over to play with Tommy Kramer and split time with Kramer at right guard because Kramer has not been all that solid and hopes to solidify the offensive line that way. And he gets the, his first start this Saturday. First start this Saturday. Now, it's against Navy, and Navy's defense has not been good this year. So it's a, a safe Adjustment. Right. You're making this move now so that he has some time to get some games under his belt because even as bad as Florida State has been this year, they have some terrific athletes. And Notre Dame's offensive line better be ready for that Seminole defense. Now, when, uh, did, did Pete bring this up at the, the press conference, or was it already being brought it, up? It, well, uh, in Brian Kelly's world, this was a move that he didn't make this move because Pete Sampson called him out or anything. It was right. a move he had already made. Mm-hmm. 
and he explained the reasoning behind making the move. Okay. Anything else that stood out at the press conference? That's Troy uh, Pride Jr. is back at cornerback. That's going to be a, a huge boost for the defense. Remember, he missed the Pitt game. And what did Pitt do? They attacked Deontay Vaughn for two and a half quarters until finally Brian Kelly and Clark Lee, the defensive coordinator, said, we got to get somebody else out there. And Tariq Bracey, a freshman, came in and kind of stabilized the position. And Bracey, I think, will get some more playing time as the year goes along. But Troy Pride Jr. is a very valuable member of this defense, and he uh, will be welcomed back, especially against the Naval Academy, not a team that throws the ball a lot. Navy, one of the top rushing offenses in all of college football because that's basically all they do. They run the wishbone, and they run that option. They run it to perfection. It's a difficult defense to stop. Cornerback's going to have to come up and run support quite a bit. Will you be able to make the trek to San Diego I to wish. cover the game? No. I wish. The Cantina District would be calling my name. Ugh. I took Debbie there on our 10th anniversary. That was one of the best vacations we've ever had. Did like a Thursday to Sunday or a Thursday to Monday. That you was know, fun. it was founded by the Germans. <laughs> you know what San Diego really means, <laughs> Chuck Freeby. Uh Notre Dame... Where do they land on the AP poll preseason basketball? Nowhere to be found in the top 25. Well, why would they be? But why would they be? They only made the NIT last year. That's right. They've got so, a lot to build on. Nowhere I to go but up. I had to kind of reach out to whoever's handling the Sports Jack social media <laughs> and let them know that that was a bit of a problem. I wanted to rattle the hornet's nest to see who was watching and listening. And thank goodness it's just you. But Michigan State ranked number 10 in the preseason college basketball poll. Michigan 19th, Purdue 24th, IU just outside. They're receiving votes. They were number 28 if you want to dig down that deep. Any surprising anything on that list in oh, your gosh, eyes? Oh, gosh, no. I mean, when, when you look at the blue bloods of college basketball, they were all there in the top four. Kansas, Kentucky, Gonzaga, and Duke. Okay. I mean, round up the usual suspects, as Claude Rain said in Casablanca. Your favorite film? My favorite movie of all time. Notre Dame women's basketball. Arike Agumbawale. We'll be hearing that name a lot starting next Tuesday on Pulse FM. Bob Nagel will dust off the broadcast mic and once again hit the games. That's a preseason game, though, right? Yes, against the Lewis Flyers out of Romeoville, Illinois, Division II team. But um, Arike was named the ACC preseason player of the year. Not hard to believe that. Of course, she hit the two clutch shots in the Final Four last year to get Notre Dame the wins in those games. Notre Dame, we talked about this a few episodes back. The returning lineup that they have is phenomenal. Their starters, if you take, and remember, Brianna Turner did not play last year, so you take the scoring totals from two years ago when mm-hmm. she did play, their starters would average almost 81 points a game. Not to mention the deep bench that they have. I mean, it's it's going to be another phenomenal season for Muffet McGraw's team. They're picked to win the ACC. All the ACC coaches pick Notre Dame to win the conference. They have a quote-unquote blue-ribbon panel of 15 media members, of which Bob is one, and he takes his responsibility very seriously. He does. And 12 of those 15 picked Notre Dame. Three picked Louisville. I'm going to guess that the three that picked Louisville 
are all in the employ of the Louisville Athletic Department or stations nearby. Uh, Bob, voicemail, uh, left me a voicemail yesterday. Muffet will be on with us Monday, episode number 20. Good way to celebrate the 20th episode of the Yak. 20th episode, so look forward to that on Monday. Send in your questions for Coach McGraw. A couple of different ways to do that. Let's do the Sports Yak with two Ks at gmail.com. Tweet either Sports Yak with two Ks or 46 Sports. You can get through uh, Chuck to get on this program. Yeah, a couple of different ways to do that. Maybe we'll uh, use our little Facebook uh, connection as well to reach out to some folks. We would love to hear from you, and we can't guarantee we'll relate all questions. We will screen the questions, see if your question is worthy of the yak. What else do we got, Chuck Freebie? Hmm. Well, NBA last night was pretty interesting. Blake Griffin putting up 50 for the Pistons. In a win over the 76ers, 133-132. You know, the Pistons strike me as one of those dark horse teams in the East. They've got some talent with Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin. They've got some names on that team. The question for them, and this seems almost an anathema for a longtime Pistons fan, when that team was built, the bad boys, yeah, they had big guys that could get the job done, but it was... Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumars. Yes. They were a guard driven team. And now they're more of a small forward, power forward driven team. They need some better guard play. Who's the best team right now? Early in the season, but who's who's anybody bubbling to the top? Wouldn't you say the Golden State Warriors, the defending champs? <sighs> it's it's hard to go against them. Yes, I agree. LeBron still winless with the Lakers, by the way. Oh and three. Did you see the uh the player that hit the shot for thirty grand went over towards the sideline to get a high five in the players? They're like it was kind of a we haven't won a game yet. We're not gonna celebrate We're, your free throw. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a slight bummer, but you know what? He's got a thirty thousand dollar band aid, he'll be just fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a player I saw last night during the World Series that basically he's a rental? Well, there's a lot of rentals in the World just, Series. Just for the World Series? Well, uh, not just for the World Series, but Manny Machado was Machado. acquired by the Dodgers late in the season from Baltimore. They don't think they're going to be able to afford to re-sign him as a free agent. So they brought him in. Uh, Dodgers shortstop Corey Seager got hurt about midway through the season, mm-hmm. and they were really kind of patching things together. Then Machado came in and really stabilizes the defense for the Dodgers, gives them a big bat in the lineup as well. They lose 8-4 in the opener to the Red Sox. Uh, The Red Sox just bludgeon teams. They are the number one scoring team in baseball, and they did it again last night. Eduardo Nunez comes off the bench, pinch hit three-run homer in the seventh to crack it wide open. So game two tonight at Fenway, and we ran a poll on 46 Sports yesterday on Twitter how does this series go? And we gave four options, Dodgers in four or five, Dodgers in six or seven, Red Sox in four or five, or Red Sox in six or seven. Overwhelming majority going to the Red Sox in six or seven. Hmm. And it's hard to argue with that just because they've been so good all season long. Does He, he gets a World Series ring if Machado does win with the Dodgers. He's a member oh, yeah. of the team. Yeah. Probably Anybody a, who played on the team during the year would get a ring. Where does he go after the season's over? Well, there's some talk that he will go to a very high bidder. The, there was talk at one time that the Cubs might look to acquire him. 
I don't see that necessarily being the case. The Cubs seem to have their sights set more on Bryce Harper, the Washington outfielder, yes. longtime friend of Chris Bryant. Uh, they grew up in Las Vegas together. So it'll be a it'll be a very crazy offseason in baseball, but enjoy this World Series. Two traditional teams. They have not played. The Dodger franchise was in Brooklyn at the time, and the Red Sox had Babe Ruth still pitching for them the last time that they played in the World Series, which was 1916. Any truth to the rumor that you'll be opening the Friday night football game with It's a Hard Knock Life by Jay-Z for the Knox players? For the Knox Redskins? Yes. No, but I'm I'm looking forward to going down to Knox today and checking out John Hendricks's ball club. They're 7-3. and three. Best three-year run of any time in Knox football history. They've okay. won 25 games. They've never won a sectional in football. They're playing in the semifinals against Marion, team that beat them 17-13 in the tournament last year to knock them out. So I would look for a, a low-scoring game on Friday night between these two. Facebook Live, 7.30, we'll have it You were at you. Knox, or you were at Marion last night. Did I yes. see a video? Yeah. What you, would you see? What would you walk away with? I walked away thinking this is a team that really gets after it defensively. I mean, they they weren't supposed to be hitting yesterday, and they, they clearly wanted to. You lose Friday night, you're done. Yes. We're at that point of the season now. So do you see a – it's on the line in practice last night. Did you see a we are working towards a – you can't forget, guys, we're done if it, this doesn't go our way. It's Tuesday – so, it Tuesday tends to be a little bit more of a work day. Okay. When I go to Knox today on Wednesday, that's also a work day, but I think a little more of a sense of urgency starts to build in. And then Thursday, when you're going through the walkthrough, I think that's when it kind of hits players like, this could be my last practice. You're about to take a 50-minute drive today. Yes, 47 miles. Gives me time to listen to the yak. Listen to you. Oh, you're going to go down, uh, what are you going to do, Plymouth and then take a right? Or are you going to go to Laporte? 30 to 35. I might go 2 to 35. Okay. From my house, probably better to go 2 to 35. Yeah. Mm, All right. So when you do something like that, that's literally in driving two hours out of your night. Oh, yeah. Are you on the? Are you going to eat on the road? Do you? No, I've got the NIC dinner tonight to go to. Oh uh, boy! The Northern Indiana Conference hosts a fall sports dinner where they have the fall sports coaches, the athletic directors, members of the media, oh. kind of get together. They bring in a speaker just kind of to celebrate the the end of the fall sports season. You know who the speaker is? Anybody? Uh... Uh, it's somebody from the IHSA. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Where's that at? Uh, ZB Falcons over on Sheridan. ZB Falcons. So I got to think that's a good Polish dinner is waiting for oh, me today. Oh, yeah, hey. Which means I might have to go light today for for lunch. Okay. We cover everything now, that do, feels... Do, does your mind work that way, too, when you know that you've got a heavy dinner coming? Do you say, I'm going to go light on lunch so I'm not, like, overboard here i like to think that way yes like yesterday was but a great example execute it well look at me <laughs> yesterday was a good example of that where we had our cancer event last night in uh jude creek has a great dinner it's not a rubber chicken it's it's a, uh, a great salad uh they were putting out the dessert for us at 4 45 we didn't eat till 7 wow. because it thaws and melts and it's ready to go by the time you eat dessert 
We had Parmesan chicken, green beans, red potatoes. Uh, great staff, great food, great. Uh, Josh Wilson was there. He performed. It's a sobering dinner for me because many of our friends in the last seven years have lost their battle, yeah. and I've sat at their table with them. Right. Um, but you know what? You live in that moment right there, and I just uh, personally, I lean into the conversation uh, and just uh, hopefully they walk out of there with a smile and feel encouraged when the night's over. Great event. Yeah, it is. It is. There was one more thing I wanted to touch on sports-wise. Yeah. I don't know if you've been following this college basketball shoe scandal. No. And, um, so the shoe companies, in order to get players to go to certain teams, um, have been working with certain colleges basically to pay players. And it's, Did we hear about this a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. And it's all highly illegal. And okay. There's a, there's a big trial going on in Manhattan right now. Okay. So Mike Bray went on with Yahoo Sports yesterday and talked about it. And, you know, God bless Mike Bray because I think he's one of the more stand-up guys in college basketball. And, and granted, Mike has earned that. He's been at Notre Dame now almost 20 years. Yes, and he's got job security. They're not getting rid of him. They love him. He's not going anywhere. Runs a clean program. It's never come into question. So he can probably speak up a little bit more than some people can. And during the interview, Bray acknowledged he's embarrassed for the profession of being a college basketball coach with the stuff that has come out during this scandal trial. Wow. Uh, and he says, you know, they're hoping they can fix some things. Uh, he doesn't know if there's, you know, it has to deal with rule changes or the recruiting calendar or anything, but he's hoping over the next five years things can get fixed. Um, he, Notre Dame is an Under Armour school right n- now. Yes. Okay. Most of the charges coming up in this trial have to do with Adidas. Okay. Um, a previous shoe for the university just right. two years ago? Yes. Okay. Um, Nike, but all the all the shoe companies have participated in this. And, you know, the fact that guys like Mike Krzyzewski says, I don't think the problems are wide-ranging within the sport. And Mike Bray used to coach, he used to be an assistant for Mike Krzyzewski. So Pete Thamel from Yahoo Sports asked Mike Bray, he goes, do you agree with Coach K? And he says, no, I don't. I, I think these are wide-ranging problems. I mean, basically Mike Bray is telling you college basketball is a dirty business. Hmm. Let that sink in for a moment as we get ready to watch the season kick off. Right. Well, and it, it is. It's going to be a huge cloud over this season. Yeah. Now, come March – when you know you're watching your favorite team or you're watching the March Madness, especially the first couple of rounds where there's all that excitement, nobody's going to care about the shoe scandal. And quite frankly, I don't know how many people care about it now. You know, I, I think what lo- could ultimately happen in this trial? What could ultimately happen? Well, ultimately, you could have revelations of school. What schools have actually, taken financial, have paid players to play there? And should be found guilty of NCAA violations. Okay. 
put on probation, etc. Like you get to sit out a season, or you get to whatever, or you're right. going to get fined. You get fined. Does a college get fined for something like this? Yes. Okay. Wow. Okay. We'll have to keep an eye on that. But it just it shows you the kind of business did that college na- sports is. Did they name like some of the culprits school wise? Well, Louisville is widely considered to be one of the biggest. Okay. And that's what led to Rick. Pat- Rick Pitino's ouster there, mm-hmm. and uh, that, and strippers, and all kinds of different yeah. allegations uh, against Pitino, who I, unfortunately, I interviewed him once, and I still feel like I have to shower. But Mike Bray says, you know, he thinks there are a high number of coaches doing it the right way, but there's a good percentage of guys who have pushed the envelope with the help of the shoe companies and made college basketball looked bad and embarrassing wow well let's keep an eye on it let's see how that unfolds feels like that might be an espn documentary soon (laughs) oh i'm sure the folks at outside the lines uh, have got their eyes on things all right hit the subscribe button you'll never miss an episode if you're taking that big 50 minute drive to knox this just might be the perfect program for you to listen to you can email us the sports yak 2Ks at gmail.com. On Instagram, 2Ks, Sports Yak on Twitter, along with at 46 Sports. We'll see what happens in the next couple days, and we'll have another episode more than likely on Friday morning for you. Until then, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Sports Yak on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode of this hot garbage rant. Follow Sports Yak on Instagram and Twitter at Sports Yak with two Ks. This is Jimmy Shorts. That's gone. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.